0: hey guys welcome back to the king kumar podcast where you will be inspired to make change and crush and achieve your dreams today my podcast guest is ryan house comedy ryan welcome to the show um first of all how are you doing today
1: great thanks for having me on your uh podcast
0: no problem um so Ryan, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? um who are you um what are you all about and yeah,
1: yeah, who am i that's, that's a good one. good question um, so I'm originally from Michigan um I'm here in Atlanta, Georgia've been here about two and a half years now um yeah, I moved down here originally for a girl at the time and Ended up sticking around here, uh, just trying to make it work. I got into comedy up in Michigan, kind of as a, um, just to try it and see. And I ended up bombing my first show, but I knew that's not how I wanted to go out, so I kind of stuck with it a little bit.
0: Now, it's kind of funny you said that um, at the time that we are recording this, uh, the Bears, just lost a brutal game against the Packers and their quarterback Mitch Trubisky kind of bombed it um but i want to ask you based on that how would you say that you learned from that kind of failure
1: um it kind of it's not how i wanted to go out um so i guess I didn't want that to be my last show, but I'm also kind of, I, I always want to, I want to see things through. So I didn't want to just do one show and be like, okay, well that was it. Cause you're not going to be a professional the very first time you ever do it. And honestly, while I bombed, I, I learned a lot. Like to me, comedy is a lot like life. You can, practice as hard as you want and give it everything you got. And some nights it uh, just doesn't work out. For example, like I'll do a set one night and absolutely crush it. And then I'll do the same exact set the following night and it can be tickets. So it's like, you know, it kind of, it's kind of a life lesson for me because, you know, you can give it your all and it doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna succeed at it. But The nice part is, is if you keep working at it, you're going to have more, you're going to have better nights than you are worse nights, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. So what kind of comedy do you do? Is it stand-up comedy? Um, What kind of comedy do you do exactly?
1: Yeah, um, I've done stand-up, so I've had a project at work that's taken a lot of my time the last couple of months, so I haven't been able to do as many shows as I'd like, but now I'm starting the projects, kind of slowing down a bit. So I've been able to do a lot more shows, but I've also filmed a couple just skits, you know, stuff you put on YouTube. And I'm kind of gearing towards that because that's that's a lot of fun for me. I enjoy writing. That's kind of what got me into standup as well. As a lot of friends are like, well, if you can write, why don't you try doing it? So that's how I got started in standup, but i have stuck with it because it's been a huge challenge. It's very hard here in Atlanta. There's a ton of comedians and a lot of talent here. So if you're not on your game, it's it's really hard to to maneuver the scene.
0: Yeah, so um. so correct me if I'm wrong. So comedy is your side hustle. So how do you balance, you know, work and your kind of your comedy career?
1: Yeah, it's it's a big juggling act. To me, it's all about priorities and stuff. Like, um, you know, I wish I could quit my job someday. I mean, I love my job, but you know, and just say, okay, go with comedy, but you know, I'm not at that point where you can rely on it. Um I have an amazing girlfriend, so you know, it's just priorities like she comes first, you know, work is right up there and then fitting in comedy, but for me, it's all about filling in gaps like you have a lot of a lot of spaces of time throughout the day that you don't realize. So it's like, OK, I got five minutes here, five minutes there. So I'll, I'll try and write a joke and um, I'll be driving. And I'll listen to podcasts. You know, I've listened to some of yours as well. And just you have these pockets of time that you don't realize you don't really think about it. And it adds up throughout the day. So. That's kind of how I've been fitting comedy in and then just at night um, I try to get out and do open mics so just it is a balancing act for sure but I mean I feel if I can do it you know anybody anybody can do it
0: you know for the most part it's time management and it's about you properly managing your time and that's starting that that's something that I want to get better at um, I would I would like to start my own uh YouTube channel um aside from the podcast and um on that YouTube channel basically what I would like to do is tell stories about you know NFL players and um entrepreneurs like yourself and in the end I kind of want to provide them a lesson and for me it's all about how, figuring out how I can time manage and I'm starting as of the podcast as a timer recording this podcast um I'm starting to manage my time on a Google calendar. but if you could kind of give me some tips on um time management that you have found useful,
1: yeah, I mean, kinda just um continuing off what I was saying a little bit ago is just finding the pockets of time. Like you got five, 10 minutes here, 10, you know, 10 minutes at say around 11. Um, and it's just kind of, to me, time management's like, it's a priority thing. Like, you know, if someone calls you up on a Saturday and says, Hey, like, I want to go out to dinner. Like, let's meet up. I mean, you kind you got to have a choice of, okay, that's, you know, two, three hours that I could go to dinner or do I spend those two, three hours working on my YouTube channel? Or, you know, what I've done a lot lately too is I'm like, well, how can I kill two birds with one stone here? So why, you know, it's like, okay, if I'm interviewing a guest, you know, do they want to go to dinner? Um, so I can kind of get some background information on them for the podcast at dinner so I'm meeting them for dinner and I'm you know gaining the information I need for my podcast. Um, it's the pocket of time. I guess you know I, that is the comment I get a lot. Um, I do want to start more businesses and um, continue with the comedy, you know keep my keep my job and continue to do well at that. and you know obviously putting family first as well. It's just, you know, priorities always shift. And I think people kind of forget about that, too, because if you sit back and look at your choices, that kind of determines, you know, a lot of your time management.
0: Yeah. So kind of talk to me about your podcast. How did how did you kind of achieve that dream about, you know, starting your podcast
1: uh, well, I haven't had any guests yet. Um, I'm working on that. Uh lesson I've learned is don't spread yourself too thin. So it's like, I got to do well in my career, but also I want to do well in comedy, but I also don't want to take away from my relationships. So it's kind of, you know, killing the two birds with one stone. Like I got a mic a couple weeks ago and now I'm starting to like develop the guest list. Well, these guests I'm meeting at shows or I'm, you know, meeting them through work relationships. So it's kind of like I'm doing one thing, but also developing my next venture. So it's, I'm excited for it. Um, this is one of my I think things. The second or third podcast I've ever been on. So again, I appreciate for the invite. Um, yeah, it's it's exciting. It's I don't have a single clue on how to do a podcast, but I think that's the exciting part is learning something new.
0: It's it's hard, but it's really just getting started and then it all come through. I mean, I'm still at a learning phase myself. Um I'm not at, you know, kind of listener base that I want to be at, but it's like about me learning learning a lot. And for the guests, um you know, many people don't realize this, Ryan, but it's really about networking. And um, you could basically use your phone and go on Instagram and just DM people or comment on, you know, show on um, people's posts and try to attract guests like that. I mean, that's how I came upon you and how, you know, we're coming, how we're doing this interview. It's really about, you know, instead of liking pictures on Instagram, you can like DM people or make useful comments, and that's kind of what you know Gary Vaynerchuk says. So let's kind of transition to that. How did you find your love for um Gary Vaynerchuk and uh, D Rock?
1: Um, I think this is a while ago now. I've been following them for, for definitely over a year now. He posted a video that it went viral. I mean, as you know, a lot of the stuff goes viral, but I listened to his message and I mean, it was, it was truthful and it's like, but the cool part and the reason why I kept following him is the message was the same, like day after day. And it's like, he backed it up. And what really drew me to him is he talks about how he passed up on investing in Uber twice, which would have made him a ton of money now he's still worth quite a bit but you know he stresses about that and says like you know most people they would look at that and just regret it their whole life you know it's what drives him and you know he talks about not wanting to make that mistake again i'm like that's that's pretty big so that's kind of like what got me started on him and his messages of like he's just very honest and a lot of people don't like his cussing but it's like you know it's he's very honest and that's how you know we met because i saw you on there posting about podcasts and stuff and um it's all like you said it's all about networking with him and you know what's the worst that happens when you send someone dm and they say no like you know what did you lose You you didn't have an answer before you started anyway
0: yeah so that's definitely a good point. and And um, for me, I don't remember how I exactly found Gary Vaynerchuk, but I think it was through a YouTube video. And then at first, when I first watched him, I was like, oh my God, who is this guy? He is full of it. And then as I started listening to him more and more, I really fell in love with his message and what, you know, he was trying to preach, you know, because he says that, yeah, Um, a resume is good and all, but you have to network, um, yeah, uh, you're smart and you, like, you're smart and you're working hard in school, but that's not enough, you gotta have, um, a side hustle, um, and let's kind of go back to that, um, to your comedy side hustle, talk to me about, you know, kind of the importance of having a side hustle and how, If someone has an idea, how they can kind of execute on that side hustle?
1: Yeah, um, definitely. I'm definitely not an expert in it. But I think why I kind of document my journey is um, I know a lot of people that have great ideas. Um, A lot of them are very smart. I mean, smarter than me. And the difference is, is, like, they just they haven't started. And side hustles to me, what I've noticed is it gives people an opportunity to pursue a passion. Now, I mean, a lot of people, you know, they're like me, we have to work. And it's like, they may be working in a job where they don't, they don't like it, but they need to, to support their family. But it's like a side hustle gives you that opportunity to pursue a passion. Um, You're not relying on it per se. So it's like, you can, for me, is like, I want to try comedy. It's like, what do I have to lose? You know, it's not like your day-to-day job where you go to it and you're like, man, I do have something to lose. I have a wife and kids to like rely on, you know, that's like that mindset. But if you're doing a a side hustle, you can experiment, you can make a lot of mistakes. And like, I actually encourage that, make a lot of mistakes because you learn a lot. For me, I'm like, if comedy never goes any farther than what it is right now. What I've learned from it has helped me in numerous aspects of my life. Like I have to give presentations at work. I, I remember a couple of weeks ago, I'm like, man, I got to give a presentation day in front of 20 people. I'm like, well, that's not bad because well, Ryan, you've bombed in front of a hundred people before. Like it gives you a different perspective. So I would say just start. Um, anybody that they're like, I don't know if I want to do this long term. You don't have to know that answer. I mean, start a side hustle that you've been thinking about. You may get into it in a couple months be like, yeah, oh, this isn't what I thought. But you're one step closer to what you want to do.
0: Yeah, so it's really about starting your side hustle. That's the first step. And then everything else I'd say would say it becomes easy, you know. For me, for my podcasting career, I mean my pod yeah, my podcasting my cost, podcasting career, sorry. Um, I've always had this idea of where, you know, I wanted to start a podcast because I love to talk. And for me, it was just about starting my dream. And for this YouTube, it's really about me starting my YouTube journey and not kind of like procrastinating and starting it. And also kind of putting in a different direction. Um, one of the, useful things that I think a psych hustle could help with, is kind of, you know, differentiating yourself in the job market, and more for my audience is that, for me, and other people who are going to transfer from COD, this community college, I'm at, it can really differentiate you, because like, I don't know about you, but I don't know very many people who are my age, you know, studying a podcast, and it's not me being cocky, it's that me, this podcast differentiates me so much, and all I did was I just started it, and then I fell in love, and I kept executing, and, um, kind of building on my dream and my podcasting career. But I want to ask you, um, do you think that for college students, you think that, um, a side hustle could help differentiate them, because you do have a, um, a very good job from what I'm hearing,
1: yeah, and you know I was in a similar boat. um I went to college as well, and um that's kind of where I started side hustles um, what it gave me the opportunity, and you know you may relate is you you have your college major, you know you're you're kind of young in your career at this point when you're in college. So you don't have that five to 10 years of experience. And what I, at least my, um, experience I ran into is they'd say, well, you don't have this, you don't have that, you know, it was more of you don't have this. And the side hustle gives you an opportunity to create the skills you want. Um, like project management, that's kind of how I got into that is, you know, I would apply for a project management position. They'd say, well, what project have you managed? I'm like, man, I'm, you know, a senior in college. Like I've never, you know, I don't have that kind of experience yet, but it's like, if you have a side hustle, what kind of projects did you do? You can sit here and name off a bunch that you're doing on your, your side hustle. Um, cause you are in control of your future there and you can determine the skills you want. Um, I've also started learning coding on my own. And, you know, that's something I wanted to pursue on my own. And that's allowed me to open other doors. And I didn't rely on my career to give me that opportunity. I went and created my own. So that's that's kind of, to me, an advantage of a side hustle is it allows you to learn skills that you want to learn. It allows you to kind of have the traje- trajectory, can't talk today, that you want. So I'd say that that's the biggest benefit for me is it's, I think it's very, I think it's really important, especially like you mentioned in college, it allows you to um, have more control over the skills that you want to learn.
0: Yeah, I would definitely agree that having a side hustle can definitely kind of differentiate you because um, the job market, especially for my field of marketing, I know a couple of my friends we're in it and meddling against them. It's just that it's so competitive that you have to be better than them and I want to be better than them so I can land my dream job. Hopefully, at Brainerd Media, that's my ultimate goal. And it's really about me differentiating. like My podcast, I just don't want to start there. Like I mentioned, I want to have my YouTube. Eventually, I want to start my own social media marketing company and learn coding. It's just about me Doing a bunch of stuff so that I can stand out the best and have, when I go for an interview, um, have them say, "Yeah, I want you," because you're so differentiated and you have so many high hustles, and you have so much experience. So that's what I want to do because um, I actually got rejected from a job, two jobs, um, like not not any big jobs, like just like jobs for like college students, I mean, high, high school students, and that kind of pushed me to start this podcast so that I could differentiate myself and kind of make them want me. But Ryan, I want to ask you, as someone who's kind of working at a job, um, how important would you say that having a college degree is? Um,
1: I think it's kind of changed. Um, so I graduated... Um, with my masters in 2014 and at the time, you know, that was, that was huge. A lot of people are like, you know, you got to have a degree to get this position and that. And then, you know, fast forward to now and, you know, we're not too far away from 2020. I think it's important, but it's definitely not necessary to be successful, um, I'm not saying I would go back and not get my degree, but I also wouldn't need it to get to where I am. A lot of stuff um you know, I've I gained a lot of knowledge and experience through that, but I've also gained I shouldn't say more knowledge, but a different type of knowledge through work and just experiences. Um, I say skills anybody can learn skills it's it's the character that you know you're gonna you're gonna get that through experience and I think that's been tremendous for me is just through work is like coding I've been picking up you know just random random skills, but it's the character and soft skills that you know it, I feel it's harder to get through college. Um, So I'd say a degree is definitely important, but don't go into the mindset of, oh, if I have a degree, that's going to make me successful. Um, Your work's just beginning once you get your degree because more and more people are going to have them now. So like you said, and I think it's great what you're doing is how can I be different than everybody else and just picking things to really double down on. I mean... You follow Gary Vee, he talks about that all the time, is doubling down on your strengths. So I I think it's important, but um, I'm working with people that don't have degrees that are extremely smart, and I'm working with people that do, and they're smart as well. So um, it it goes both ways.
0: Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree. I think for me, as the coach that I've been brought up in, um, we definitely value a degree, and I'm fine with that. And I'm going to pursue my degree, but like I, like I said, I'm going to also differentiate myself because if I have a degree, and all these, you know, uh, all these skills, it'll help me better for their future. So, you know, Ryan, um, I kind of want to end my podcast by asking you, um. Is there anything else that we didn't necessarily talk about that you would like to share with my audience? Whether that's starting on their dreams, but like whether that is, as I mentioned before, um, really differentiating themselves and um, instead of sitting down on their couch, making change and um, making themselves a better person.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's great. Um, I the advice I would say, and that I've learned, um, and I, you know, I have a long ways to go. But when you're creating big dreams, start small. And what I mean by that is, if you're like, I want to make, you know, three hundred thousand a year, and I want to own two businesses. You know, those are those are long. Term dreams those are big dreams but you know after two months if you're not you know you don't have 300,000 like don't give up like start keep your big dreams but start small like you just said you want to do you know you want to have a YouTube channel and uh, shows like that you know I always tell people just start and start small and then before you know it you do you will accomplish that dream of owning two businesses and 300,000 or whatever your goals are. But also, you know, make a lot of mistakes. Um, try to learn from others, but don't be afraid to make mistakes. I mean, it's so cliche when you hear the advice of, you know, fail your way to the top. It's cliche and you hear it a lot, but that's because it's true. Um, I've made a lot of mistakes, especially just on work projects and stuff like that, but I'm glad I have. And uh-huh. You learn a tremendous amount by making mistakes. And also the ones that are, you know, quote unquote, hating on you on anything you do. Those are the ones that they've given up because the ones that have succeeded. You'll notice they're the ones offering support. They're trying to help because they know exactly what you're going through. So, I mean, that's that's the advice I tell people is start on something. If you get into it and you're like, I really don't want to do this great that that's a great problem to have because now you can try something else um just don't stick with something that you don't truly love and feel like you have to continue with it like you know this is life you only get one shot so i say even if you're in something you don't like it, it leads you just to other places so yeah i would just say start small keep working hard um, find something that motivates you. find something that you want to do more than watch Netflix on a Friday night.
0: Yeah, I would definitely agree instead of watching Netflix, you can kind of differentiate yourself, make yourself better, improve your brain, and really you know just take yourself to the next level and um I actually agree with you think what you said with failure, and it's just that our generation, my generation, your generation um we just aren't equipped. When we see failure, we kind of like hone down on it. And maybe it's because of the school system that we were brought up in. I don't know. But I think that we need to start looking at failure just like we look at as success, as success. Something that we can learn from and that we can use to better make us gonna make us more stronger and yeah, basically that. Um, thank you so much for coming on my podcast, Ryan. And before you go, um, what are your social medias so that people can go follow you? And yeah.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Um, all my social media is Ryan House Comedy. Um, I post a lot on Instagram and Facebook, but I'll start putting more videos on youtube as well so i appreciate you having me on your podcast
0: no problem Ryan. thank you
1: yeah thank you